Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to this Monday installment of Locked On Texans, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team in the Houston Texans every Monday through Friday. On today's installment, we're going to dive into the Jordan Jenkins signing as we take a look at the arrival of one of the most underrated pass rushers in the league today and how the signing is going to be beneficial for the Texans moving forward. And then we're going to take a look at the signing of running back Phillip Lindsay, who signed with the Texans late Friday afternoon. We're going to recap his 2020 season, look at his career as a member of the Denver Broncos, and then we're going to try to project what the depth chart of the Texans backfield is going to look like. Because in addition to Phillip Lindsay, the Texans also signed Mark Ingram to join David Johnson in the backfield. I'm kind of interested to see how is that going to work out because you're talking about the Texans heading into the 2021 season who has three productive running backs and then we're going to wrap up the show with the news that the Texans have reconstructed Laramie Tunsil's contract which saved the Houston Texans a little over 10 million dollars in cap space and today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar go to builtbar.com and use promo code lock 15 and you will get 15 percent off your next order and as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston 97.5. You guys can follow me on Twitter to stay up to date on all things Houston Texans at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And please remember to follow Locked On Texans on Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Texans. Be sure to subscribe to Locked On Texans on all your favorite podcast streaming services. And if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts by any chance, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. Texans fans, look, I get it. I know it's been a rough couple of days for you guys with everything that's going on surrounding the Texans as of right now. However, I just want to share a little bit of light on everything that's going on and let you guys know that there are better days ahead for this organization. And those better days can actually come as soon as August when the Houston Texans kick off their 2021 NFL season. Why? Because they have picked up one of the best yet underrated pass rushers in the game in Jordan Jenkins. And that is something you guys can actually be excited about. I know I am. Saturday afternoon, Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle reported that Jenkins and the Texans have agreed to a two-year contract with a max value of $8 million. And Jenkins is joining the Texans after spending his first five seasons in the league with the New York Jets. And part of the main reason why I am excited about Jenkins' arrival is because the Texans were able to add one of the most underrated pass rushes in the league. And I'm pretty sure that had to be one of the Texans' top priority heading into free agency, especially when you consider the loss of J.J. Watt. But more importantly, how were they going to improve a defense? A defense, by the way, that was not only one of the worst in the league in 2020, a defense, by the way, that was not only one of the worst, if not the worst in franchise history, but a defense that was one of the worst in NFL history. And part of the struggles that the Texans had in 2020 was simply because they could not get after the quarterback on a consistent basis. In 2020, Houston ranked 27th in the league in quarterback pressures, and they ended the year with a total of 34 sacks, of course led by J.J. Watt, who finished off his career in Houston with five on the season. 
Now, I keep saying one of the most underrated pass rushers because in my eyes, that is how I see Jordan Jenkins. And I do believe if he had an opportunity to go to another team, let's say if he spent the first five years of his career with any other team not named the New York Jets, I think he would get more recognition as a quality pass rusher. And of course, he has been a guy that's been banged up a little bit and that has slowed him down. However, when you take a look at the addition of Jordan Jenkins, I do not I believe the Texans inability to get after the quarterback on a consistent basis is going to be a problem in 2021. You're talking about a guy since 2016 has recorded 22 sacks and 46 quarterback hits. And he was able to establish himself as one of the best pass rushers between 2018 and 2019 where he recorded 15 sacks and 28 quarterback hits during that two year span. So it's nice to know that Nick Casario actually brought in someone who has a proven track record of being a pass rusher. And like I keep mentioning, that is something that this team desperately needed. However, what I love most about the signing of Jordan Jenkins is that they have a linebacker who can actually excel at stopping the run. According to Pro Football Focus, Jenkins would have ended the 2020 season with a run defense grade of 74.7. When comparing that to what the Houston Texans had in 2020, that would have made him A, the best linebacker at stopping the run last season, and B, the second best player on the team at stopping the run, trailing, of course, J.J. Watt, who ended the year with a run defensive grade of 81. Jenkins is going to be a tremendous addition for the Texans next season, and I would not be surprised midway through the season or next offseason, we will be discussing how Jenkins was one of the best additions Nick Casario brought in during his first year as general manager. The only negative I could see in Jenkins signing is his durability. This is a guy who has dealt with the plethora of nagging injuries. However, I do want to mention that a lot of his injuries he was able to play through. But when I take a look at his production in New York, I say to myself, can you imagine if the Houston Texans get a healthy version of Jenkins? How dangerous that is going to be? Because he was pretty good in New York. A healthy Jenkins can equal damn good in Houston. And the two healthiest season that he had came during the 2018 and 2019 season, a two-year span where he recorded 15 sacks and 28 quarterback hits. I don't know about you guys, but I am extremely excited to see what the Texans defense is going to look like in 2021. I get it. We don't have a lot of recognizable guys on the defensive side of the ball. But Nick Casario has went out and got guys who are hungry and guys who are ready to prove that they can play at a high level, that they are on the verge of reaching their potential, that their best days are not behind them. When you take a look at Jordan Jenkins, when you take a look at Kevin Pierre-Lewis, when you take a look at Shaq Lawson, the Texans linebacking core, oh, and let's not forget Zach Cunningham, who nearly put together a Pro Bowl season last year. When you take a look at the Texans defense, the Texans linebacking core, with those four guys, you cannot tell me that you are not at least excited to see what the Texans defense is going to look like in 2021, especially considering the fact that they now have Lovey Smith bringing in that Tampa 2 defense. And with the defensive scheme switching from that 3-4 to a 4-3, I don't see too many teams who are going to be able to score on the Texans with ease, similar to the way they were able to score on the Texans last season. Because last year, this team could not stop a nosebleed. 
next year in 2021 is going to be a hell of a lot better. And speaking of something that's going to be better for the Texans in 2021, it's the production coming out of their backfield. Because with the arrival of Phillip Lindsay, I bet you any money the Texans are going to have a pretty quality and productive running game next season. And I will bet you guys that with BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The football season might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. With real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts with promo code LOCKEDON. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. A couple weeks ago, John and I talked about the possibility of the Texans actually getting younger in the backfield. And we came to the conclusion that the Texans were going to accomplish that feat during the draft. However, on Friday with a one-year deal worth a little over $3 million, the Texans found their younger running back with the signing of Phillip Lindsay. Before moving on, I do want to talk about really quick an article that I read over the weekend. I read this article and the headline said, Nick Casario isn't impressing anyone. And I read the article and it made some good points. And of course, this was an opinionated piece, but I would like to say... Nick Casario has done a really good job during his first year as general manager of the Houston Texans. When you take a look at the hand that he was dealt with, taking a look at the fact that this was a team who was, what, a little over $20 million in the hole, given the negative publicity that has shadowed the Texans over the past year, how he was still able to build at least a roster that looked like it's going to be at the very least competitive in 2021, Nick Casario has done a damn good job. And when I take a look at the moves that this guy has made, especially here during free agency, he has done a really good job in bringing in quality and productive players, bringing them in on a bargain, giving them the opportunity to bounce back after at best a mediocre season, while at the same time putting together a very respectable roster that's going to take the field inside NRG Stadium in 2021. And just like what we just finished talking about the signing of Jordan Jenkins, Philip Lindsay is the prototypical free agent that Nick Casario has covered over these last couple of days. A guy who is very productive, but is looking to bounce back after a mediocre, and in Lindsay's case, a not-so-great 2020 season. A season, by the way, that was hampered due to injuries and splitting the backfield with Melvin Gordon. 
Last year, Lindsey only rushed for 502 yards on 118 attempts. A big drop-off from his first two seasons where he recorded 2,048 yards and 16 touchdowns and during his rookie season in 2018, he received his first Pro Bowl selection. Now, hopefully, Lindsey can actually put together a very healthy season next year and I do believe if he does, in fact, put together a healthy season, we're going to see the Philip Lindsay who put the NFL on notice during his first two years with the Denver Broncos and not so much on what we saw last year. However, there is a catch to that statement. Lindsay is joining a backfield that also has the likes of Mark Ingram and David Johnson. And after receiving the news that Philip Lindsay has signed with the Texans, I, like you guys, also wonder what is the plan of having three, when healthy, three quality running backs on this roster? And then it hit me. We are finally starting to get a sense of what David Cully wants to do with this football team. And I do believe next season, we're going to see the Texans use the run game a lot more with David Cully at the helms. And I say that because I do believe that Cully is actually taking a page out of the Baltimore Ravens book. And we all know that the Baltimore Ravens are one of, if not the best team in the league in rushing. If that is the reason behind the signing of also bringing in Lindsey, I'm okay with it to say the least. Because even though Phillip Lindsey did not have the best year in 2020, he's far from a scrub. And he's going to be the better back out of that trio. However, David Cully, Texans, if that is your plan, to utilize the run more, utilize it just like the Baltimore Ravens do, keep this in mind. You do not have Lamar Jackson on his roster, which is part of, if not the main reason why, the Ravens are so efficient in their run game. And also, let's not forget to mention that there is no need for the Texans to focus on the run because the receiving core here in Houston Headlined by Brandon Cooks is a lot better than what they have in Baltimore. So it's going to be really interesting to see how will the Texans utilize these three guys. And more importantly, what is the depth chart of this backfield going to look like? This is something that I'm going to keep my eye on when training camp starts. Will OTAs start? Because I do believe this is going to be one of the most competitive positions to see who is going to be the Texans starting running back if I had to pick if I had to choose I would say that Philip Lindsay will be the Texans starting running back Mark Ingram is going to be your third down back and David Johnson I hate to say this especially knowing how well he ended the season or how much better he ended the season I don't think we're going to see a lot of David Johnson in 2021 but I do believe that David Cully and his coaching staff are going to use David Johnson the most as a pass catcher, similar to the way we saw the Texans use Duke Johnson over these past two seasons. However, it doesn't matter who the starting running back is going to be. The success of the Texans run game is going to rely heavily on that offensive line, an offensive line that saw Laramie Tunsil get his contract reworked that saved the Texans a little bit over $10 million. So before getting out of here, we're going to discuss that news. But first, I got to tell you guys about Bilt Bar. And we've been telling you that Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. 
Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Now is the best time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup, coconut versus birthday cake. I think I'm going to go with coconut on this one. Go to BuiltBar.com or go to Built underscore Bar on Twitter. Remember to use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back with us to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. The NFL Draft is weeks away. It's time to start following our Locked On NFL Draft duo. The Draft Dudes podcast watches every prospect so you don't have to. And the Locked On NFL Draft podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and Draft Dudes on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. And before getting out of here, guys, I do want to take a look at the news of the Texans reconstructing Tunsil's contract. As we all remember, last year, Houston made Tunsil the highest paid tackle in the league when he signed a contract extension worth $66 million with $40 million guaranteed for three years. And coming into the 2021 season, Tunsil actually had the highest cap hit of anyone on the roster with a projected $19 million. However, Nick Casario was able to rework his contract in which his 2021 salary became a signing bonus. And now Laramie Tunsil has a cap hit of $9.2 million heading into the 2021 season. So as soon as this move took place on Saturday, everyone immediately began wondering what does this move mean for the Houston Texans moving forward? And I saw a lot of people talking about the possibility of the Texans actually preparing to trade Tunsil, especially when you consider the lack of draft capital this team has. And knowing if they were to depart from Tunsil, they could maybe get a first, but definitely get a second round draft pick back in return. I don't see the Texans reworking his deal just to trade him. In fact, I don't see the Texans preparing to move on from Laramie Tunsil at all because just like what I told you guys in the last segment when we was talking about Philip Lindsay and the production coming out of the backfield I'm pretty sure the Texans will utilize the run a lot more in 2021 which means you're going to have to make sure you put together a very productive offensive line and departing from arguably one of the best tackles in the game is not going to have the Texans in a position where they're going to be able to succeed. If anything, they're going to be going the opposite way. Plus, it doesn't matter if it's Deshaun Watson. It doesn't matter if it's Tyrod Taylor. Whoever is under center for the Texans in 2021, in order for Houston to maximize their full potential, they still have to protect the quarterback. And once again, you're not about to depart from Laramie Tunsil and put together an offensive line that is better without him. So the way I see the reconstruction of Tunsil's contract lets me know that Nick Casario actually has more moves that he would like to make. And that was going to be extremely difficult for the Texans to do when you have someone like Laramie Tunsil taking up 19 million of your cash space for this upcoming year. Yes, this season is going to be a rebuild. Yes, the Texans are on the verge of a rebuild, but... Nick Casario, the moves that he has made, you bring in Jordan Jenkins, you bring in Phillip Lindsay, you bring in Desmond King. These are the type of moves 
that a general manager makes when you look at your roster, you look at the hand that you've been dealt with, and you say to yourself, you know what, I understand we are going into a rebuild, I understand that we are going into a different direction, but I'm going to make sure that I do everything that I can to put together a competitive team out there on the field each and every Sunday. And that's going to do it for this Monday installment of Locked On Texans, the daily podcast covering your favorite football team in the Houston Texans every single day. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.